Chapter Twelve of Woman as Decoration. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ellie. Woman as Decoration by Emily Burbank. Chapter Twelve. Woman as Decoration when Skating. To be decorative when skating, two things are necessary. First, know how to skate. Then see to it that you are costumed with reverence to appropriateness, becomingness, and the outline demanded by fashion of the moment. The woman who excels in the technique of her art does not always excel in dressing her role. It is therefore with great enthusiasm that we record Miss Theresa Weld of Boston, old of Woman's Figure Skating Championship, as the most chickly costumed woman on the ice of the Hippodrome, New York, where amateurs contested for the cup offered by Mr. Charles B. Dillingham on March 23, 1917, when Miss Weld again won, this time over the men as well as the women. Miss Weld combined good work with perfect form, and her edges, fronts, ins, threes, double threes, etc., etc., were a delight to the eye as she passed and repassed in her wine-colored velvet, trimmed with moleskin, a narrow bend at the bottom of her full skirt, full to allow the required amount of leg action, deep cuffs, and a bend of the same fur encircling the close velvet tuck. This is reproduced as the ideal costume because, while absolutely up-to-date in line, material, color, and character of fur, it follows the traditional idea as to what is appropriate and beautiful for a skating costume, regardless of epoch. We have seen its ancestors in many parts of Europe year after year. Some of us recall with keen pleasure the wonderful skating in Vienna and Berlin on natural and artificial ice, invariably hung with flags and gaily lighted by night. We can see how those German girls, some of them trim and good to look at in costumes of sapphire blue, deep red, and green velvet, fur-trimmed, gliding swiftly across the ice to the irresistible swing of waltz music and accompanied by flashing uniforms. In the German-speaking countries, everyone skates. The white-bearded grandfather and the third generation going hand-on-hand on, hand on Sunday mornings to the nearest ice-pond. With them, skating is a communal recreation, as beer garden concerts are. With us in America, most sports are fashions, not traditions. The rage for skating during the past few seasons is the outcome of the exhibition skating done by professionals from Austria, Germany, Scandinavian countries and Canada at the New York Hippodrome. Those who madly danced are now as madly skating, and out of town, the young women delight the eye in bright wool sweaters, broad long wool scarves and bright wool caps, or small close felt hats, fascinating against the white background of ice and snow. The boots are high, reaching the top of calf, a popular model having a seam to the tip of the toe. No sport so perfectly throws into relief command of the body as does skating, Watch a group of competitors for honors at any gathering of amateur women skaters and note how few have command of themselves, know absolutely what they want to do, and then are able to do it. One skater, in the language of the eyes, can do the actual work but has no form. It may be she lacks temperament, has no abandon, no rhythm, is stiff, or while full of life has bad arms. It is as necessary that the fancy skater should learn the correct position of the arms as that the solo dancer should. Certain lines must be preserved, say, from fingers of right arm through to tip of left foot, or from tip of left hand through to tip of right foot. Form is the manipulation of the lines of the body to produce perfect balance, perfect freedom and, when required, perfect control in arrested motion. This is the mastery which produces in free skating that melting of one figure into another which so hypnotizes the onlooker. This because Mrs. Weld has mastered the above qualifications that she is amateur champion in fancy skating. 
she has mastered her medium with control of every muscle in her body in consequence she is decorative and delightful to watch to be decorative when not on skates whether walking standing or sitting a woman must have cultivated the same feeling for line her form must be good it is not enough to obey the abc's of position head up shoulders back chest out stomach in one must study the possibilities of the body in acquiring and perfecting poses which have line making pictures with oneself in the art of interior decoration we insist that every room be a beautiful composition what we would now impress upon the mind of the reader is that she is a part of the picture and must compose with her setting to do this she should acquire the mastery of her body and then train that body until it has acquired good habits in the assuming of line whether in action or repose this can be done to an astonishing degree even if one lacks the instinct to be born with a sense of line is a gift and the development of this sense can give artistic delight to those who witness the results and thrill them quite as sculpture or music or any other art does the greek idea of regarding the perfectly trained body as a beautiful temple is one to keep in mind if woman would fulfil her obligation to be decorative form means efficiency if properly understood and carried out according to the spirit not to the letter of law form implies the human body under control ready for immediate action the man or woman with form will be the first to fall into action when required because so to speak no time is lost in collecting and aiming the body one of the great points in the teaching of the late theodore leschitsky the world's greatest master in the art of piano playing was that the hand should immediately assume the correct position for the succeeding chord the instant it was lifted from the keys preparedness the crack regiments of europe noted for their form have for years been the object of chests in those new worlds where brawn and muscle with mental acumen have converted primeval forests into congested commercial centres but that form so derided by the pioneer spirit has proved its worst during the present european war the united states and the central powers are now at war and military guards have been stationed at vulnerable points only today we saw one of uncle sam's soldiers one of three patrolling the front of a big armory standing in an absolutely relaxed position his gun held loosely in his hand and his bayonet propped against the iron fence one could not help thinking no form no preparedness no efficiency it goes without saying that prompt obedience cannot be looked for where there is a lack of form no matter how willing the spirit the modern woman when on peril walking dancing driving riding or engaging in any sport to be efficient must have trained the body until it has form and dress it appropriately if she would be efficient as well as decorative in the modern sense of the term no better illustration of our point can be found than in the popular sport cited at the beginning of this chapter end of chapter twelve recording by ellie july two thousand and nine